0: Welcome to Driving the Future. This is the fourth podcast and I'm joined by Mark Caesar and Rainer Mehl. These are digital automotive experts, both, and I'm, I'm very pleased to, to have you on board. Thank you for, for, for joining us.
1: Thank you, Carl. Rainer Mehl, I'm leading the automotive digital team within Capgemini, Capgemini Invent, uh, also heading our automotive manufacturing business.
0: It's great. It really is a pleasure to have you uh, joining us. Um, okay, and Mark, uh, Cesar, could you um, could you introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little, uh, something about your role? My name is Mark
2: Cesar, and I'm responsible for all the connected car topics here at Capgemini Invent. And uh, coming to the fourth part of, of this uh episodes of this this podcast, summing up uh, what we've talked about before and uh, looking a little bit what is ahead. Um, Yeah, We we want to introduce uh, something, what we invented here at at Capgemini, uh, a new offering, which is called Smart Mobility Connect, which uh, actually uh, addresses all the topics that we have uh, covered so far Um, and uh, an offering we... Established in, in September, and uh, we are rolling it out to to the markets
0: yeah and it, it it really is a fascinating time in this you know what is known as the the connected ecosystem, mobility ecosystem isn't it it's incredible opportunities out there uh, for, for OEMs but of course I realize it, it may be a, a challenging time and a pressing time for them but it, it really is a fascinating time also
1: so Carl if, if uh, <laughs> Why is this affecting our clients? Why is this of relevance for the, for the manufacturers? why they are asking themselves where they are positioned? It's, 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 it's what you uh, what we heard in the earlier podcast is uh, that there are consumer behavior is changing, new technological possibilities, the expectation of the consumers of the customers that even their automotive, their preferred automotive manufacturer, offers connected vehicles uh, that they can do in the car, literally the same than they're doing at home with a smartphone, that this is possible in a safe and protected manner also within a car. And then they're facing a reality, which is very much functionally driven, functions driven with uh, not integrated uh, IT systems, not integrated business processes, probably not even a common vision on this uh, smart mobility ecosystem, which we see coming. And that's that's where we are coming in and and where we are recommending the OEMs. So it's great what you are doing within your sales function for a certain geography. It's great what you are doing in after sales. They're fantastic ideas in marketing and outstanding, amazing campaigns. Now, put yourself in the shoes of one of your customers. And how are those things connected within the customer journey? And then how to drive this customer journey in a smooth manner through all your processes, so all through so everything what you've set up. And if you like, we can give you an example how we think it should look like. So that's where we are, where we are supporting our clients. And that's where we're seeing Uh, The challenge is about connecting the dots and those very complex companies grown over the last decades and now from the point of view of the customer the clear need to be very much consistent, very much seamless, very much relevant to the customer. Uh, Situative relevance bring in AI components as well and of course the customers orienting themselves and some of the best practices you find. And those in China you find with Tencent or Alibaba, and in the Western world you find it with, with Amazon or with Apple. Yeah? So those are the benchmarks which are totally out from the traditional automotive industry.
0: Yes. yeah, I suppose um, Smart Mobility Connect is doing nothing less than helping uh, OEMs redefine themselves, it's, I guess, redefine their approach and their whole strategy.
1: It's um I, I I pick up the term of, of redefining it. It's um yes, they, they need to redefine where one where do they want to be in the in the mobility ecosystem. Do they want to be someone who's setting the standards? Or is this even possible? Yeah. So for example, if uh, if that's an OEM who's producing two million cars and want to bring in a safe manner a Netflix app into the car, Netflix might not be interested in doing so because they don't want to give away their source code, not at all. But they are not interested in some of the coding requirements from the automotive manufacturers to, to make it safe for the, for the car environment. Yeah? They are just saying, hey, 2 million new users. That's not the dimension in, in, in which we are thinking. We need at least, at least another 10, 20 million users. Then you're becoming of interest to us. This is turning around the this, this, this scene. Those those gurus of the car industry who have been the heroes over decades, now they're coming some tech companies and, 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 and putting this into a different perspective. This is a cultural change at the top also to recognize that you are not always the global leader in everything. That when it comes to the to the mobility world, there might be some others who are thinking in different dimensions, and who have, by the way, also by far higher market capitalization than any automotive OEM.
0: I guess uh, we could talk now. Um uh if we could talk now about the some of the operational changes oems can make um to accelerate the process of conception to realization how how might they go about this
1: again starting where we are coming from we're coming from a from a world also called linear and waterfall driven world uh where you have done a concept we have done a concept a business concept following the strategy the concept came when the concept has been accepted it went over to some guys doing the detailed concept here more or less for the first time some technology came in when this is ready it went to the it department the it department refined it when it has been refined in the better cases was just already checking rechecking it with the business side then they started to give it in uh, into procurement. Procurement uh, ask some of the the uh, partners uh, for their quotes, for their proposals. Uh, how much would it cost to to, to set up such a solution? Um, this has taken another three, four, five months. Then the project started, and they started to program something. Um, everything happening usually in the headquarters. Um, when this has been ready, let's say another six to 12 months later, uh, it went back to the business side, some refinance happened. Everybody said, okay, that's, that's fine now, let's ship it out. And what happened is that, surprise, surprise, usually the market said, mm, I'm a little bit different, could you change this, that I can use it in my market? All the market said, sorry, this is coming too late, I have my own solution. Um, so over decades, headquarters did something where the real market need has not always been there. So we have seen, as, as consultants, we have seen many centrally driven approaches fail for the reason that it did not pick up the need of the market, the need of the customer in that sense. Um, so um, what is needed to accelerate the process from concept to realization is in my view, first of all, set up some guiding principles. In my view, one of the major guiding principles is it needs to be market-driven. Okay? It needs to be market-driven. Um, the headquarter is giving a standard some guidelines but only if it's market-driven, you can assure that it's it's going to the right purpose, which is serving the business. And serving the business means um, either positioning uh, nowadays digital services on earlier times selling more cars, on the best world, both products and services. Um, And you can come to 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 the pain points of each market, whether it is acquiring new customers or improving the retention, making it relevant for the markets. Then those use cases which you get on a certain platform, which is, in my view, among the guidelines of the headquarter, those use cases should be shared among the markets. And in, 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 in that terms, a platform, or in, in popular terms, an app store. And from the app store, other markets can pick what they need. And of course, feedback what they have developed. And when you go a step beyond this internal app store, can be filled in also by external partners who are interested. They need to follow the same guidelines, the same rules. But of course, they can bring in also their content. So instead of developing in a slow manner, a centrally driven solution, which at the end of the day, not many guys in the markets really want to have, do something which is faster, which is shared, which is by far more agile. And which is uh, also energizing the entire the entire organization. Now, saying this, it's of course easily said, but this is a real culture change. This is a total culture change. It probably would mean even to redeploy guys who are today in the headquarter, bring them brings them out in the market to support the markets and setting up something relevant.
2: So. Yeah, and <clears throat> it, and it's, it's not just uh, d- d- developing something um, for the market and, and for the customer, but at the same time bringing it out to the market, bringing it into the car at uh, at a very fast speed. Um, so, uh, if you look at development cycles um, at, at the moment and and innovation cycles within the within the car, um, first. OEMs start over-the-air updates, but um, that, that's still not enough to um, to to be as relevant as as the customer is expecting. So so the development cycles have to have to be be faster than than what they are at the moment, and this is this is really one one of the challenges that um, that they have.
1: So in in, in order for picking up with the development cycles, in my view, um that point of giving the power back to the markets, involving also third parties, is one of the ways forward uh, to speed up, to speed up, to bring in latest thinking and to overcome the pretty slow traditional structure. Um, and pioneering technology means, of course, uh, I, I would rather say that the interior of the car from the today's car manufacturers need to be reconquested win back from the tech companies and this it's still possible that's what i'm saying it's still possible if you have some information which you have more or less exclusively from the car and combine it with other things so uh either sensing the mood of the driver and changing the ambient the light uh or playing certain music in that situation is one of the responses. Um, knowing from the driving style, that guy drives not as he usually drives. He's more nervous offering something specific to that situation. This is uh, this is exclusive knowledge of the car manufacturer. They just need to bring information they have into the context and put in uh, with, 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 with some AI technologies additional offers.
0: How can automotive culture adapt to enable agility and provide an environment that fosters creativity and in an innovative approach?
1: It's really about reconquesting the the interior space of uh, the car by the by the car manufacturer, and in doing so, uh, what we said before. Um, the, the point from concept to realization need to be changed. So updates need to need to build in much, much faster. Instant updates are necessary. so it's it's in 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 that sense from the architecture becoming like Netflix a learning architecture which has the capability to do multiple updates each week each day. That's in my view, one of the ways forward for for automotive manufacturers.
0: So um, perhaps we could finish uh, off by talking about uh, how uh, Smart Mobility Connect as an offer can can help both technologically and and I suppose philosophically. Uh, I guess with the with the, the cultural mindset and sort of to foster creativity.
1: And picking up your point, it's when we discussed before about the necessary change process within automotive for coming to the. To approaching the customer ecosystem, different style of working, becoming much faster than traditionally, that's where the the smart mobility connect offer comes in. Basically, we reflected what we've seen the last years, if not the last decade, in our customers. We reflected it with a structure of connected customer, connected services, connected ecosystem. We reflected it as, with the customer engine, with the software asset which we've built. And we are using Smart Mobility Connect to get into discussions with our clients, showing them, I would say, holistic vision of the Smart Mobility Framework and getting in discussions on specific topics with our clients, uh, reflecting their specific needs. But getting into the discussion first with a holistic starting point we're saying, hey, in in our view, uh, it, it, it needs to be thought through in an overview manner and then you can deep dive wherever it's needed. So uh, we have realized that all our customers have started that journey. We wanted to bring in something which is showing how the dots are connecting, how a consistent story comes in, and how this is then reflecting also to the USP of Capgemini Group, which is bringing together business and technology. So bring to life what's next for our clients. That's the, that's the ambition. That's what we want to show with the Smart Mobility Connect offering.
0: Okay, so uh, I'd like to finish by thanking our very special guests, Rainer Mill and, and Mark Cesar. Uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, in this podcast.
1: Hey, thank you, Carl. Yeah?
0: Thank you, it was a pleasure. a pleasure. Thank you to all my guests. And it really has been an interesting journey through this uh, landscape thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Um, Bye for now.